0: Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidi al-Mursaleen, Sayyidina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Today I want to talk about two things related to nature and science, and then look at what Allah says about them in the Qur'an. So the first of those two things is, I don't know if you've ever tried planting a seed, or planting a pit from a fruit to hopefully get the fruit tree to grow or maybe you've tried that with uh, mint or things that you can grow that grow small so you can have that on your patio or in your garden, right? I tried it with a grapefruit. So I took the seeds out of the grapefruit, stuck them in the dirt and then waited, right? One of them grew. So I want you to picture, you know, that day that the dirt has just been flat dirt and then one day I go and I find that there's A tiny stem coming out, a tiny little stem of the tree that's going to grow. That thing, when I see it, I have to take care of it. I have to be very careful. I have to make sure that nothing gets to it. I don't. I have to make sure it's not too cold like it is today, so that it doesn't die. That little stem, that tiny tree that's about to grow. It's all green. It's all soft. I have to be very careful. It's very fragile. SubhanAllah. So you have to protect it. Right? Now, the seed of the grapefruit that I had to put in the dirt, that one is very hard. That one, I mean, I could shuffle the dirt or do whatever, nothing's going to happen to the seed. It's amazing to see how this very hard seed split open by this tiny, weak, fragile little stem. It's all soft. How did that pierce a hole through the huge you know the thick uh seed and if you've tried that with a a peach the the you know it's a big pit it's really hard you can't even open the pit of a peach right yet whenever the peach grows that very hard pit splits open by the strength of a weak soft piece of grass or stem that comes out of the pit or out of the seed this is an amazing process it's an amazing process and on top of that who among us can look at trees and recognize that let's say for example this is a apple tree this is a pear tree this is an orange tree just these three basic fruits maybe a banana tree you might be able to recognize but between an orange tree a pear tree and and an apple tree I can't. (laughs) Most of us, we can't recognize the trees. They all look the same. Same thing between a banana tree and a coconut tree and a date palm tree. They all look the same. But the fruits have a completely different taste. And the fruits look completely different. Compare a date to a banana. The tree looks very similar. They're both palm trees. But yet, the the fruits coming from it are very different and they taste completely different. SubhanAllah. Same thing with the apples and the oranges and the pears. Same thing with the peaches. Same thing with everything that grows. You look at the forest, you look at the woods, and you can't tell which tree is a fruit tree until the season comes and you see the fruits coming down from the tree. Subhanallah. So now let's take a look at this. This is in Surah Al-An'am. Surah Al-An'am is a big surah. It's a very special surah. It was revealed in one piece. It's a big surah that was all revealed in one piece. And Allah says right here, in Allah habbi Allah is the one who splits open. falq, The day break. The break of dawn. So Allah is the one who breaks open, splits open. nawa, The seed and the pit. Subhanallah. So we look at it as this tiny weak stem coming out of the ground that tiny weak stem was able to open up the the pit, the seed? No, Allah says He's the one. He is the faliq. He is the one who has brought His power so that something very hard, unbreakable, you can can use a hammer, you still can't break a, a peach pit. SubhanAllah. Allah is the one who brought His power. With the softness of life, He opens up the pit. He opens up the seed. SubhanAllah. This is what allah says here in surah Al-An'am. and then you go down the page to this big ayah over here that talks about the different things that we that grow so in this ayah allah says he's the one who has sent down from the sky water and from that water he brings out all sorts of plant every every sort of plant and then he brings out, you know, and then Allah lists the different things that he brings out. He brings out the trees, he brings out the date palms, he brings out the olives and the pomegranates. And he says at the end here, They are very similar, but they are not very similar. <laughs> and this is what we talked about. With one and the same water, Allah brings all these different varieties of fruits and food, yet... We look at the forest and we can't recognize one from another. Allahu Akbar. Until the fruits come out. Allahu Akbar. This is the design and this is the power of Allah. The second one I want to talk about today. The second one is of a completely different nature, but it's still about nature and science. How does a hot air balloon float in the air? It's just air. In the balloon but it's got a heavy you know carrier where people can be inside and it still floats in the air that's because the fire brings the air to a hotter temperature and on top of that the air the oxygen in the air is being burnt by the fire so the fire burns the heavier particles in the air and on top of that the air becomes hotter inside the balloon than outside And both of those things, what they do is that the air becomes a lot lighter. The fire burns the heavier particles, and on top of that, the air is hot. Both of these things, they cause the air to be light. And that's what happens inside the air balloon. Outside, the air is heavier. Inside the air balloon, the air is light. So what happens is that the light air gets pushed up, gets pulled up, because the air around it is heavier. Just like if you have a a, you can you, you can watch this with oil and water you just put oil in a cup and then you put a few drops of water you drop water inside you'll see the water sorry the other way around you put water and then you drop oil you'll see the oil drop down and then come back up to the surface because the water is heavier than the oil the same thing happens with the hot air balloon because it's lighter The air inside the balloon is lighter, so much lighter that even the weight of the people inside that carrier is still not enough to hold it down. It goes up. And so if you've seen hot air balloons floating in the air, which we have the opportunity to see in Plano. There was one not too long ago, I think this month before the big freeze. Um, You can see that every now and again, they'll start the fire. There's a little bit of fire just to bring, you know, to make the balloon lighter again. And when they want to go down, they just stop lighting the fire and the air slowly gets heavier and slowly gets colder and then the balloon comes down softly. That's how a hot air balloon functions. And Allah talks about this also in Surah Al-An'am. So let's go down a few pages. Or if you were reading the Qur'an, you would have to go uh, across a few pages. This is the ayah at the top of the page here. Whoever Allah wants to guide, He expands His chest for Him to submit, which is called Islam. You see, they have the word here Islam, to submit to Allah. When Allah guides a person, what happens is that they feel that their chest is expanded. What does that mean? Of course, it doesn't mean that the chest became bigger. No, it means that you feel more comfortable, you feel relieved you feel able to breathe and right now i just took deep breath right now you could do the same thing and it makes you feel relaxed allahu akbar it makes you feel relaxed when you breathe air like this now you see where this is going i'm talking about when you breathe air it makes you feel relaxed that allah talks about the expansion of the chest it doesn't mean any any you know it's not bigger but it, makes you, it gives you that feeling of relaxation so that then if Allah has made the chest feel that way, the, re- the person is ready to be guided, follow the guidance and submit to Allah's instructions, which is the meaning of the word Islam, to submit to Allah willingly so that you can achieve peace. You might have heard this before, Islam helps you achieve peace. Look at this now, Allah opens up the chest. What does that give you? It gives you relaxation, it makes you feel peaceful. This is Allah describing what happens to a person who Allah guides. Then the flip side. The person who Allah has decreed that they will not be guided. They don't want to listen. So Allah's going to let them go. Do what you want. You don't want to listen to the guidance. You don't want to follow the right way. You don't want your own success in the hereafter. You care about this life only, go ahead. Allah says that person, Allah is going to let them continue. And what is it going to feel like for that person? How are they going to feel? They're going to feel ضيقا حراجا sadrahu The chest, the same thing. The one who has guidance, feels relieved, feels relaxed, feels peace coming into their body. The one who doesn't want to follow the guidance, the one who wants to do whatever they want, then Allah makes their chest feel squeezed and hurt. Like what? As if he was climbing into the sky. Subhanallah. Allah describes the squeeze, the, the, the fact that the chest gets squeezed and it's harder to breathe when a person goes up in the air. Why is that? We just talked about it with the hot, with the hot air balloon. The heavier air that has a lot of oxygen is, goes down. And the lighter air that has less oxygen goes up. That's why the hot air balloon, when it has less oxygen, it goes up. The heavier air with oxygen is easy to breathe because there's a lot of oxygen. And when you breathe, you get a lot of oxygen in your body. When you go up in the air, there's less oxygen. So it's harder to breathe. And it makes the the chest feel squeezed. Allah compares this. And this is something that people can only notice this if they go up a mountain. And this is the revelation of Allah to His Messenger wasallam. Can we assume that the Messenger of Allah wasallam, went to climb Mount Everest or any other mountain just to go on a climbing trip? Probably not wasallam. Maybe up the mountain a little bit. But to the point that he would notice how when you go up in altitude, the chest gets squeezed, the air gets lighter, it's harder to breathe. This is what Allah describes here. So now, let's take a second to think about these things. Allah is the one who, with something very soft, can open something very hard. The pit, the seed. Allah is the one who can make your chest feel relaxed and feel relieved. You see, power is not in being harsh. Power is in being soft. Power is not in always wanting doing what you want to do. Power is in submitting to the commands of Allah and feeling relaxed. So when you're praying salah, when you're saying Al-Fatiha, take the time to breathe. Breathe not only with your chest, but breathe with your the bottom of your belly. Breathe with your belly so that you can feel the air coming into your body coming into your chest, coming into your lungs. And when you do that, if you take the time to feel the connection, to feel your prayer, you will see that when you breathe deep, it sends a wave of relaxation into your body. And that relaxation, that physical you know, relaxation in the body that Allah talks about here, the chest becomes expanded, ready to submit. When you feel that relaxation, it kicks in the hormones that make your brain feel content, feel relaxed. Even your brain will react. So take the time when you're praying salah. Take the time to breathe in and recite Surah Al-Fatiha slowly because I know exactly what it is. You know you've been reciting Qur'an for a few years. When you recite the Qur'an slowly, you feel more relaxed. When you recite the Qur'an too fast, it puts pressure on your chest. It puts pressure in your body. You don't feel relaxed. Recite Surah Al-Fatiha slowly. Most of the times you're going to be whispering to yourself. Take a deep breath and say Al-Fatiha slowly so that your body can react. Your, your body can connect. And look at what Allah says or what you're saying in Surat Al-Fatiha. Alhamdulillahi <laughs> Rabbil Alameen. When you do that, when you let your chest feel relaxed, and as a result, the hormones make your brain feel relaxed, and on top of that, you understand what you're saying, you're going to be f- feeling the love for Allah. Because you don't praise something except that you love it. So if you say, praise Allah, the master of the universe, that is expressing your love to Allah. If you breathe the right way, if you put yourself in the right mindset, you will say, Alhamdulillah, and you will feel that love for Allah come and bring your body to relaxation and make you feel relaxed. Which we said, when you are relaxed, when you are soft, that is the power that can even open the hardest pit, the hardest seed. May Allah inspire us and help us to make our hearts soft, to make our hearts love him and his revelation and his quran to recite the quran slowly to say our prayers slowly so that it helps to soften our hearts because that is true power that is true success allahumma jannana min alladhina yastami'una alqawla fa yattabi'una ahsana wadkhilna bi rahmatika fi ibadika make us from the ones who listen to what is being said and they take the best of it and they implement it and then as a result, with your mercy, they go to Jannah. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Wassalamu alaikum wa wabarakatuh.